0: Hey guys, it's Jonathan from Howard Hospitality Group. Today, I am here with the one and only Matt from Galaxy Games
1: 843. What's up,
0: guys? (laughs) I got your shirt on today. I see that. The merch. So, um, but I wanted to, I've been doing this new interview series, and I wanted to get you on because you are probably one of the biggest influencers when it comes to full-line vending, and you are who we watched when we started to learn about full line vending and getting into the business so i'm knowing in the discord i mean i don't know how many people have said you've influenced them and you influenced us and so i have some questions i want to ask you and just to get to know you a little bit better and yeah. how you got started and all that kind of stuff but to start it off i always do like a break the ice question yeah yeah and so I, I did watch
1: uh, i did watch the interview with extreme vending so
0: oh you did okay yeah, so did you kind of have yeah. an idea of what we're okay cool mm-hmm. so The break the ice question to start off is What is your favorite video game or amusement game of all time
1: and why? So, you should already know this because we've (laughs) talked about it in our live streams. But my favorite video game ever, it's an arcade game from 1982, it is Donkey Kong.
0: Yeah, the original Donkey Kong.
1: The original arcade Donkey Kong, not not Donkey Kong Jr., not Jr., not 3, not on the Atari 2600, not on the Nintendo, the arcade Donkey Kong, yes. I've nice. got, got one right outside my door here. I love it. <laughs> and it works, right? You got it, it does. All it's actually yeah. restored. I, I restored it back from, I actually found it in a storage unit, and it was converted to a Super Mario Brothers, and I converted. I deconverted it back to Donkey Kong.
0: Nice. Hmm? Very cool. Very cool. So, yeah, I wish I had my favorite. My favorite of all time is Gauntlet.
1: And The, reason the original is or that- one of the newer versions?
0: No, the original, and we had it. It was one of the first video games in our town when I grew up and it was at our local pizza restaurant and all my friends and i would go and it was the only game that you could play four players at the same yeah. time yeah so that was you know why we really liked it besides a fighting game or something it was one that you could all and we would i, mean, I don't know how much money we dropped into that but so we many quarters play, right so oh yeah qu- and we played for hours you know and and work as a team and it was kind of like it was cool because it was four people at the same time so
1: and you all had your own designated character right I'm like i oh, know that's my oh, yeah. that's my guy I was right the I'm, elf. I'm that guy.
0: yeah yeah i was the elf and, and everybody had you know elf needs food badly yeah i used <laughs> to love that game and so yeah um all of us had you know right after school like we were there you know all of us went directly there and oh yeah it was it was like a mission i mean we you know we all had to be at a certain time and we all knew and it was like you, you didn't let each other down and it was a big deal mm-hmm, i mean we played sure. that and then, you know, the Nintendo Entertainment System came out shortly after that, and then we basically all went to each other's houses, and yep. then only, only go to the arcade when we wanted to play that game. But,
1: we, you know, anyway. we, we We lived the same childhood. We're around the same age, so I'm right there with you. NES oh, yeah. was like, was like my growing game. up console. God, I love sure. that game.
0: I still, yeah. I mean, I'd love to have one of those. And I know they came out with Legends and other versions of it. Dark Legacy, all those things, yeah. Yeah, the original was awesome,
1: so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you don't see them very much pop up at the auctions anymore, because I do go to the arcade auctions. Mm-hmm. And we'll still see, like, the newer Gauntlet Legends or Dark Legacies, things like that. But the original four-player, pretty right. rare these days.
0: Nice. I, I mean, I'd love—I still—so if anybody has a handle on one of those, let me know. Because I'd love—I mean, I wouldn't mind having Legends or something, but I just love Gauntlet. I mean, that game yeah. was just awesome. So For sure. So tell us your story. Tell us how you got started in vending. How got
1: started with vending? Yes. So it actually goes back a long way. So basically, so I've, I have I've got a regular job. And I've been working in the call center industry for well over 20 years. I actually started in sales on the phones and worked my way up through leadership as uh, as I progressed. And basically, I was working for a company for almost, almost 20 years, and they um, transferred me from Ohio to South Carolina because they were closing our, our, our Ohio office. And then just four years after they transferred us to South Carolina, they closed our South Carolina office and didn't offer us any transfers. Oh. So, you know, they they took care of us, though. We got a great severance package, all that good stuff. And I'd been there almost 20 years, so I was very well taken care of. But okay. at that point, I realized I never want to rely on just one form of income. I, I, need, I need to, like, have some, some multiple income streams going on so that I'm right. not relying on just one thing. Because there's a lot of things that are out of your control that can change that you can't do anything about. Hence my case, but yeah. having a vending route is something that you control, right? So you are generating that income. Yeah. So basically, so after, uh, after that, that, that center closed, I was, uh, you know, working kind of temp jobs and different things while I was looking for that next career. And I started building my vending business and basically it's funny how it started. So I had been watching videos of all the different vendors. I, I watched a lot of AFC vending. Yeah. Farnsworth. I watched uh, Mike G with Chrome vending, of yeah. course Quick Play Jaime Ibanez those channels, and I was like, you know, that might be a good thing for me to get into. Plus, I had been doing arcade games for like at least 10 years at that point, where I'd buy games, restore them, some I'd keep, some I'd sell. Yeah. So a lot of times when I'm in these warehouses, I also see used vending machines too. So I kind of already had that that technical I can work on these kind of thing repairs, and and I, I've already got some connections on where to get some vending machines. And then a buddy of mine knew an owner of a laundromat and the owner wow. of the laundromat called him because they had, I think either Coke, I think it was Coke they had service with. And they said, Coke is driving us crazy. They never come and fill up the machine. They never come and give a service. We're going to get their machine out of here. Do you guys want to take over the vending service for this location? So it kind of like everything just lined up really easily. So we went out on Facebook marketplace, found a used uh, Pepsi machine, got it there and it's you know that's still our first location it's still our laundromat location yeah it's our number one and we've had it ever since of course i've upgraded the machine since then but that's how we got started
0: that's pretty cool yeah (laughs) it's it's amazing how when you some people you know they get they get bad things happen or whatever you can either take that and roll it into something positive like you did or you can take it and turn it into you know oh my life sucks and you know the world's against me and i'm gonna you know but I mean, the fact that you you thought outside the box, because a lot of these owners that we're meeting and the people in our Discord and stuff, they're like us where they they have the entrepreneurial spirit where they're like, you know what? I'm willing to take a little bit of risk to yeah. to better myself and my life. Yeah. And, and I think that that's what's huge about this business is that it does take a little bit to get started. You know what I mean? You've got to put a little bit of money forth to get started. But you can start out really small and yeah. build it into something really huge, and you've got people like Quick Play and and stuff that have done the YouTube thing and, yep. and taken their business from just a few candy machines into something so much bigger because they made revenue off of YouTube yeah. to grow into this huge thing, and that's just awesome. And so we're we're just trying to get to the point where we're actually you know making a little teeny bit of money on YouTube, but <laughs>
1: that's where I'm at just a you know, little teeny bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a teeny bit. <laughs> but yeah. But I mean, our our business itself, like our machines and and that's I mean, like yesterday, Amelia and I went out and and we hit like six boba shops and about an hour from our house. And she it was really weird because we went to to go do these boba shops and we actually stopped by this place because I had heard they had those Pokemon cards, you know, those three card packs that we've been doing in our machines. And somebody told us, the guy at Logan's told us, hey, you know, I went to this place and they've got those there. And I'm like, I can't find them anywhere because they're like on Macari and eBay for super expensive now. But Mm -hmm. so I said, let's go check it out. So we went in there and I went up to the counter and I said, you know, I'm looking for these Pokemon card packs. And the guy said, oh, yeah, they're right over there. And he said they're 15 bucks a pack. And I said. I said, whoa, you know, for, well, this is for the whole pack. So it's, I think it's, what is it? 40 packs in a bag.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Was, so it's oh, the whole bag. 15 bucks an actual pack.
0: No, 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 no. So <laughs> for the whole bag, which is, okay. you know, they usually, I think they retail, they start, they were like 20 to 30 originally, yeah. but yeah. so 15 is not bad. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's pretty good. And and he goes, I go, we need quite a few of them. And, and he goes, well, what are you doing? And so Amelia said, well, I have my own business. And she said, I do many claw machines. And he goes, really? And she goes, yeah. And he goes, like the little claw. And she goes, yeah. And he goes, I actually just ordered two of those from CandyMachines.com. And we're like, what? Did you know, you, like, did you do-
1: use our link, right? Yeah, I go. <laughs> I go
0: That's so funny. I go, I wish you would have known, you know. And yeah. so he started talking. This super nice guy, and he basically goes, you know what? He goes, I ordered the spaceship one and the, you know, the, um, the little underwater one. And he goes, I'm so excited. But he said, I'm going to put. I ordered them with candy claws. And I'm going to do regular candy and, and Hispanic candy and the other one. Mm-hmm. And he goes, but you do toys, right? And she goes, yeah, I do that. And the Pokemon cars and stuff. And he goes, well, would you want to bring a machine in and have
1: one here? And she goes, yeah. She goes, we have one in the car. And I and you I'm guys, like- are, people are asking you for locations. You're not asking them for locations. <laughs> like, it must be nice. <laughs> I told her, I, go, I looked at her and I go, your luck is just, you know, I wish
0: I had your luck. I mean, right. she just. I don't know how she does it but she just won this guy over and he's like let's go look at it so we went out to the car and i pulled it out and it's one of those ones from grant you know from az amusements it's a golden house and and he goes that is cool and he goes i was so excited to get mine he goes i've never seen him in person and he goes i just kind of seen the videos and stuff and he goes well she goes have you seen our channel and he goes he goes that's you he goes i've seen your channel and he goes i saw you collecting from logan's and she's like yeah that was me And so it was like this whole conversation. He goes, I didn't even put two and two together. And he's like, he goes, bring it out, bring it in. He goes, Mm -hmm. let's set it up. And so we brought it in. So she got a location and we weren't even there for that reason. But for those that want to get started, it's not as hard as you think you yeah. know what i mean like yeah, it's definitely. it's about talking to people and 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 she's very good at it now i mean she can tell everything about what she does and how it works and yeah. she told them about yeah. the, the one in six ratio and how you know they can win one in six times and you know she's telling them and i'm just in there going man you've learned a lot you know mm-hmm. and i think that anybody can get started doing this whether it's because we have full line machines like you too yeah. and sam has taken those over and he is just so excited so she, so anyways, we get all done. And he goes. So he goes. How many machines do you have? You know, and she told him, and and he goes. He goes. How many do you want? She goes. Oh, over a hundred. And I'm like, <laughs> right. oh <my> <laughs> you're crazy, you know. But that's that's her. You know, she's just all about it. So it's yeah. great. But no, it's it's cool to see people like you get started from from just an idea, and then now being who you are, not only your presence on YouTube, but but the relationships in your business and how it's grown, it's just, it's just super cool. I think that's sure. the best part. So I can't wait till Vegas when I get to meet all these people.
1: Yeah. It's going to be a, a blast for sure. It's going
0: to be cool. So, all right. So tell us something personal about yourself that maybe the people out there don't know.
1: You know, it's funny when you asked David that question, I was like, what? what is my answer for that question going to be? And I don't, I don't know what to, so, so, I mean, like, you know, I'm a, I'm always like a a guy that gets into like different hobbies and different things like that. So that's, that's kind of how I got started on YouTube. I was, I was interested in, you know, making, making videos and editing videos and recording stuff like that. And I was already doing this vending stuff. And I saw, you know, like I said, Jamie Farnsworth and quick play and the different groups out there that were already making videos. And I said, you know, I'm going to try that. I'm going to, I'm going to, try to pick up a video editing is one of my hobbies because yeah. I've I've gone through many different hobbies you know arcade games has been one that I've been doing for a long time and now of course the whole youtube and video editing thing but one thing that I used to do a lot way back in the day was I used to go around and ride all the new roller coasters when they would open up a different amusement oh, parks Oh cool yeah yeah so unfortunately though I never got out to the west coast so all those Magic Mountain and Knott's Berry Farms and stuff like that. I never got to go to those places. I pretty much stayed on the East Coast, which is where I'm from. So it was just easier to travel up and down the East Coast and, and ride all the new coasters as they happened. But as I as I've gotten older and my my kids have gotten you know older, it's just not something that everyone's as interested in doing anymore. So we we had a lot of fun doing that
0: yeah well i think that you need to come and go to universal studios i mean that would be one that your kids because they're a little older like my kids you know that they would they really enjoy that i think that's
1: actually something we're talking about for this coming year or the year after in florida with the new mario world you know yeah so that's going to be a thing i'm sure i'm sure we'll we'll, you'll you'll probably see a video about it in the future just fyi
0: nice well i know that I don't think because i've been to a lot of theme parks and stuff and mostly yeah. the mostly the west coast and i've been to disneyland and mm-hmm. lego land and and all that kind of stuff and but uh, universal studios i think is it's its own animal i mean if you're into movies you know i mean the tour alone where they tour you around the whole park and mm-hmm. they were getting they were filming um that new um war of the worlds movie with tom cruise and they had a full like you know 747 like that scene where they wrecked the the plane wreck yeah, and all that yeah. was all laid out and like we had to drive by it and then the houses were smaller and i don't know what that show was with the women i can't think of the name of it sorry my brain's not working but <laughs> mine didn't work at like, the time either yeah well like the houses were miniature houses but that's how it was filmed you know yeah. and so like they showed us all that and stuff and you know the jaws and And all that. But I mean, it was, it was, it's pretty neat. So I definitely recommend it. I think that it's one of those things that you need to go.
1: Yeah. It's on the agenda for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, excuse me. Um, what do you think your biggest success and your biggest failure is of all time?
1: So I'm, I'm a pretty positive person. Um, I don't know that I could pick out one thing that I would say is a failure because I always try to, to take whatever I didn't do well at and change it to make it better. Right. Um, as far as success,
0: just by your story, period. Yeah,
1: yeah, for yeah. sure. As far as success, I mean, that's another thing too. I, I can't put my finger on just one thing. Um, obviously, I, I have a great life. I've got a great family. Um, I've got a lot of hobbies. A lot of, you know, a lot of things I'm, I'm i got my hands into. Right. Um, so just I just think just well, I mean, for example, here on YouTube. So as of right now, this past weekend, we just passed eight thousand subscribers. Oh and, my
0: god! That's
1: and awesome. And that's you know in in the big scheme of things it's not that's not a lot of subs right it's not it's not a huge channel yeah it is We're 600. i mean <laughs> well okay so but everyone has to start somewhere i was there right. a couple of years ago as well but like you know i'm comparing myself to, to channels like quick play and Jaime ibanes that are you know yeah. have hundreds of thousands of sub- subscribers and it's like when i first started doing this i never thought i'd even get 100 subscribers let alone a thousand and now now here i am so yeah Um, that's probably been my, my big, my biggest success when it comes to one of my hobbies or something like that. But like I said, as far as failures, um, I'm going to talk about one vending location in particular that I thought was going to be amazing. So it was a car place and it was out, it was out on the main street. So you know, probably a hundred thousand cars a day go by this place and it was right up front, right up by the road. And there was always people waiting and I thought it was going to be an amazing location, thought it was going to do great. So I put the machine there. And if you go back into some of my previous videos, my earlier in my channel, you know, I was really excited about it and it turns out it did like $30 a month. It was terrible. What kind of
0: location was it?
1: It was a, it was a car repair uh, shop. It was right, right on main street, right up, right up front. Like I said, hundreds of thousands of cars drive by it every day. Could see the machine. It was all lit up at night. I thought for sure that that would be a great spot and it was terrible. We ended Uh up moving it to another location, but that was probably my biggest failure is is as, as part of the vending business. But like I said, we just we just moved it.
0: We had a location like that. That was our very first claw machine location, mm-hmm. and it was a um. I can't think of the name of what it's called, but it, it basically it, it's a hit, um, There's a name for it. We call him the Corn Man. But basically, it's where you know he used to have one of those carts, and he would go around and he'd do the corn, the hot corn with the um, butter on it, and then he did um the fresh fruit drinks and all that there's a name i don't know what i can't think of the name i'm sorry but he opened up his own shop Mm -hmm. and so and it was just slammed like with people like when he first opened so we went and asked him and he was so nice he's like yeah you know bring it in and so then we brought it in and then like about two weeks later we went in and and he didn't speak very good english and and so it was kind of hard to communicate a little bit but yeah there was a lady next door that did hair and she was she spoke Spanish so she, she was standing there and she goes oh he wants to know if you're gonna pay him for the electricity and we said oh well you know tell him it doesn't take a lot you know but if he wants us to we can and and so <clears throat> when it first started it was doing like a hundred dollars a week and which is great and so we're like yeah we'll pay him like twenty dollars a month or whatever that should cover the electricity and so he's like okay that's fine and so then all of a sudden it started going down and going down and going down and then all of a sudden because we didn't have Niacs readers on our machines Mm -hmm. well like i guess he he was unplugging it wasn't he He was unplugging it and so we didn't know it and then we went in one day and it was off and he said oh well um you know there's something wrong with the cord he there's a lady there that helped us translate and and she said oh she he said the cord is broken well what he had been doing i guess he'd been moving it around when he was cleaning and stuff and like Mm -hmm. he had been pinching the cord like under the machine or behind the machine or something and he actually like broke the the cord, you yeah, know yeah. And so he said it was sparking so i told him amelia i said let's just pull it out because i don't i and so then we found out later that he was unplugging it because people had gone in and seen it and it was always yep. off and so he was unplugging it but that's how we learned about you know was yeah. great because like yeah. we had another location that was doing that and finally went and asked him and the young girl said Yeah, my mom's been unplugging it because she's worried about the power and I said, well, we'll pay you for the power, you know, and and she goes, no, I'll just make sure it's on and she does. So the girl just keeps it on all the time for us. But because we told her it didn't cost very much. And so it was. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally get it. So what's the favorite? What's your favorite product you sell in your machines? What does the best for you or what's your favorite
1: i think just in general it, you know it's it's going to be the the amusement stuff and pokemon stuff right i mean mm. between the cards the pride the, like the the plush and the pokeballs yeah. in in, uh, in my game store location that's obviously what makes probably the most money and what everybody is going after as yeah. far as full line i mean drink, drinks are always going to do better than snacks i think um and probably the thing that does best for me is of course energy drinks or mountain dew the caffeinated stuff right that's what everybody wants Have you tried
0: the um, prime drinks? Uh, what's, uh, what's his name? The wrestler and the other guy, the fighter guy, they have that, that it's called prime and it's a new drink they've come out with and it's selling like you won't believe like they can't, you can't get it hardly at Sam's club right now. And they sell it in packs for like 19 bucks. And we just ordered two packs that finally came in stock. Hmm. But I mean, what's his name? Sam would know his name, but he's the one that told me, he's like, we need to get this. Like, I'm not even familiar with those. Prime prime drink and it's selling like hotcakes and it's really? just like the newest thing and i don't know if it's just not out there yet but it should be but um yeah that's the newest thing we're gonna try so we ordered two cases it's supposed to be shipped today or tomorrow to hear from sam's club and it's like supposed to be the drink and sam's well, so excited about you'll it you'll have so, to
1: let me know how that goes for you for sure
0: yeah having a 13 year old knows you know that knows the drinks mm-hmm. and stuff is pretty cool yeah. but it's called prime so okay All right, and then what's your best location that you have? Which one does the best for you? Everybody knows the the name of that. Everybody knows
1: it's it's my game store location. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite location. The people there are amazing. Um, Our machines are probably the most popular machines out of all of our machines at that location. It's just I love going to that location every time.
0: Yeah, we just ordered Pokeballs because of you. So Mm -hmm. we just got we just got and then uh, Kevin from Candy Machines is is we're we're basically. He's got it up now, but it's a two-inch ball machine on the top, and then a sticker machine on the bottom. And um, I can't remember the name of what he called it, but basically, we're gonna we're ordering one of those, and we're gonna have the Pokeballs on the top, and then the bottom is gonna be the Pokemon cards. And so we're gonna have nice. like a Pokemon station at one of our grocery stores. So that's awesome. The Pokeballs, I've seen them and several things, but I had never thought about putting them like in a two inch ball machine like that. And so Mm -hmm. that's, thank you for that. Cause that's a, that's going to help us. I think it's going to do really well. So,
1: I mean, you see how well they do for me. So, oh man,
0: it's awesome. So what do you see is in vending? What do you see is the next big thing or trending that you've seen you think might be trending or that you think is going to happen in vending? Do you see anything?
1: Oh man, I don't even know. Um, (laughs) and I try to stay on top of all that stuff. And that's, I guess the one good thing too, about having kids, I can ask them like, what, what, what's all the kids talking about? Because that, (laughs) that is kind of, kind of what we need to do to get our pulse checks in, right? Find out what the kids are going crazy for or what, you know, what they want. And and like, you know, it's funny, like my daughter was crazy about poppets and different fidget toys and stuff like that. And so finally when I did order them, I put them in some of my machines and they just didn't do very well. And I think it's because I waited so long to oh, order. Oh, because the
0: fad was over. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, like I was late to the party. And uh, another thing that uh, that always comes to mind when uh, it was it was before I was inventing, but if I would have been inventing, I would have gotten into these two fidget spinners, right? Kind yeah. of the same the same thing. But yep. remember how everybody was crazy about them, and then all of a sudden they weren't. Yeah. So I yeah, don't know wouldn't. what the next big thing is. Uh, I'm trying to figure it out though for sure. We. Um right now
0: that what amelia is super into or the kids are super into are the squish yeah so anything like they have the little minis i don't mm-hmm. know what they're called they're called something else squishville or squish something but they're yeah. like the little ones and then there's the big ones and squish mellows right now like if you go five below or whatever yep. they're selling like crazy at five oh, below. Yeah. like our local five below they get them in every two weeks and by the first week they're all gone yeah. So they're all sold out, and they have a big, giant, like container of them. So that's kind of seems to I've be. I've seen the those to too. Yes, for sure. Yeah.
1: Five Below is actually a great spot to get prizes for machines <laughs> and things like that, because yeah. you know everything's very you know nice looking there, and everything works.
0: Especially for your prize locker, like we yeah. found some good, you know, like um, they have pop, the what are those pop pop toy uh, the, you know, what I'm talking about the little figures, the um, what are they pop called? Pop figures.
1: Box- huh. Funko Pops. Yes, like the Funko yes. Pops. They have yes. like
0: little ones of those and stuff, and they're, they they had like Star Wars ones and some mm-hmm. other things that we got for our little prize lockers and. For sure. Those seem to do pretty good. So, what are your in in the vending business? Mm-hmm. So, who are your favorite people to follow, or who's shaped your career the most? Do you think you've already mentioned a couple?
1: Yeah, I mean, but now so,
0: I mean, like uh, Farnsworth's not around anymore. He doesn't do yeah, it. But like, right. who do you watch most? on your videos that if you have time downtime
1: besides well, I've, us. Been, I've been watching i've been watching the howard hospitality group and i've been watching <laughs> extreme bending um but uh, the one who kind of shaped things for me the most has been quick play yeah um i've been working with eli kind of pretty much on a day-to-day basis um for the past i don't know probably at least four months and it's so funny when you watch my channels um analytics it's like it's it was on a steady incline but right when i started working directly with eli it like jumped up even more like a, a faster incline he's been giving me all kinds of advice on you know titles to use thumbnails to use you know how to do this how to do that and i'm super grateful for all the advice he's been giving me because as you can yeah. see um i went from well, i think oh
0: your videos have gotten so good and, and so, so
1: much I, better so much better yeah it's and great I, and it, yeah it's great it's great and to have mean, someone been, bounce
0: ideas off of for sure yeah and you've been pumping them out like crazy i mean it's just well
1: i've always said consistency is key <laughs> so, <laughs> for sure
0: we just we just don't have we should, i started this new job and so it's been hard for me to get time to do it but like we've don't been tell filming. me about that yeah we've been yeah. filming we've been filming and, yeah. and i've got all this stuff this stock this footage that i just can't get to so i feel really bad but these interviews are something i've been wanting to do for a long time and mm. i think that they're they're a little more relevant you know like it might help more people and i know we're going to do one with with eli and cody we got them coming up we've good, got good. from canning machines we've got grant from easy amusements we've got nice. a bunch of people lined up that i think is going to be really cool interviews because then you get to see kind of a different side of people you know like you see them yeah. on camera, but like to actually sit down and talk with somebody is totally different so they get to know and and, and i got really good response from doing the one with david so i think this is This is going to turn out to be something pretty good.
1: I'm I'm certainly looking forward to some of the ones that aren't on YouTube, like Kevin and Grant, maybe so to hear more of the business aspect of it. I think that'll be awesome. Yeah, and then I don't even
0: know if people know what they look like. You know what I mean? Like A lot (laughs) of them, unless they know them on Facebook or something, but uh, a lot of them probably talk to them on the phone, but don't even know what they look like in person. Or talk to them in
1: in our Discord or on the phone. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah. So
0: what book, movie, television show, something like that, like has shaped your career or your life the most?
1: So this is going to be funny. Um, so I, like I said, I've, I've been in the call center industry and I started in sales, right? And around the same time I started in sales, a movie was pretty popular. It came out that was uh, kind of also around sales as well. And it's the movie Boiler Room. Do you remember oh, that with yeah. Giovanni yeah, right? yeah. and Vin Diesel and a couple of those guys? So it was all about selling stocks. But it was kind of the same. I had I had to have that same mindset. Always be closing, and you know, working on mm. getting better and and getting getting better at talking to people and being good on the phone, so to speak. Um, so that that's kind of shaped my life as to how I want to make sure I'm always kind of being a go getter and hustling to uh, to just make things better for sure. I think the thing that's different about
0: you and and David, I've learned, is the same way that we we hustle you know the three of us hustle yeah but we're not dirty you know what i mean we're not we're not we're not not, we're like we are who we are like yeah i'm I'm
1: not selling fake stocks like they were right right right. (laughs) like you you talk to a lot of people on the phone or
0: whatever and and they sell you stuff but they also just want to sell you and then they don't want to talk to you anymore but like some people are real and genuine and i think that's the big difference between like david you i know grant's the same way and kevin and those guys and, and eli and cody i don't know them that well but they seem super genuine like real people for sure and i told you that that funny story you know like i thought of how vegas is going to be where we're all standing around in the circle just kind of kicking the ground like some peanuts characters you know we're right we're kind of in our own little worlds and we do our video stuff but we're really not super outgoing people like in real life like we kind of just keep to ourselves at least i do even though i'm a marketing guy it's like i really I don't really like going out in public very much and, and being in big groups of people and stuff i really like being home with my family and absolutely and so it's like it's going to be fun but i think it's also going to be a little weird and, you know well, i'll to, tell
1: you what and the, the the worst thing about being out in, out in public is doing this right like right. talking to a camera and having everyone look at you, right like doing that kind of stuff that's what always like makes it tough for me well it's embarrassing too i think so but like, so much everyone's looking at you funny right and it's funny because for the past
0: i mean like i've been filming these videos with amelia for a while now and like i've always just been looking at the camera like i've never been looking around and i was at against yesterday and i was filming her you know doing her thing and i looked around like everybody was staring at us and like i never paid attention to that and i'm like i feel really weird now and awkward because like i didn't think about it i was just doing her thing and in my zone and yeah. Then I kind of got weird. My hands started sweating and I'm like, I'm <laughs> right? you know, like all so these people true. are staring at me, but like the, the manager there at Logan's, he loves Amelia. And so yeah. like, he like I turned around and I saw those people and I saw him and he's like, and I'm like, cool, you know? And, and so it was like, it made me feel a little better. Like we're not weird, you know, but, um,
1: well, we're all yeah. a little weird, right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> totally.
0: But we, nobody knows our weirdness. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, so,
1: right. So.
0: right, Um, if you had if you could choose one superpower what would it be and why
1: so I, I was laughing at this one too because it's similar to david's answer but it's still different so he he would take he said time travel i think it was yeah, time i would control time Ooh. meaning meaning like so i always say i need 28 hours in a day not 24 because mm-hmm. i'm always on the go i'm always trying to do yeah. something trying to get something done right and i feel like there's not enough hours in the day that's a so great, that's a be, great between my regular job youtube vending and some other things i got going on too that i don't talk about or i don't have on camera um you know there's i always feel like there's i i need just a little bit more time in the day to accomplish the things i want to get accomplished and like on the weekends i try and hit it hard and then by the end of the day i'm like well i got one two three things done but there were still like four other things i wanted to get done that i didn't get done and therefore i need more hours in the day so that's what i would do
0: well like today for example like we were you know we were talking about going and collecting and stuff and here it is it's noon on Sunday and you know we said we're gonna leave the house by 11 and go do our collections and then come home and then um Sam had said he wanted to learn how to drive stick today so he wants to learn because we have an older like a 77 Mercedes that was my grandma's that he wants (laughs) to learn how to drive stick on so I had that plan and it's like here it is it's already noon we've done you know nothing but have and I was going to do the interview with you a little later when we got back, but it's like we're still home, you know. But we'll get to it when we get to it. I know what you mean by time. It's it's tough. So, so true,
1: so true. Yeah. And you never have enough of it.
0: Right, exactly. So that's a great superpower. I want that one too. Right. Um, what does one idea that, like the experts say, in vending or in 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 anything that you disagree with or that you believe that is not always true?
1: so one thing I see on Facebook all the time, and I think I think it's kind of what a lot of people think about vending and what and why they get into vending is because it's gonna be two words that everyone always says, right? And you know where I'm going with this. It's passive income, right? yeah. so especially from a full-line standpoint, <laughs> vending is certainly not passive income. There's so much nope. work that goes into it. And that's one thing I try to show on my channel too. I show going shopping for inventory. I show, Well, I've done a couple pre kidding videos, but I don't really film my pre kidding very much. Maybe I'll do more of those too. Yeah. But just like there's so much that goes into going and filling the machines and pulling the money out. It's not just passive at all. No. Like far from it. Far from it. Yeah. Like I see all these news stories. And in fact, there was one I saw. I was like, 21 year old works six hours a week and makes $300,000 a year. I'm like, that's. Total BS. That is yeah. so not true. That can't be unless he's got fifty employees that are doing everything for well, him. We were
0: we were joking about that with each other, right. and it's right. like, okay, so he's got. He says he does this much, and he only works this many hours a week. And we're like, that's virtually impossible. Impossible. Like, no way you're gonna make that much money and have that many locations unless you have thirty employees working right. for you. Are you gonna be able to do that? And then you wouldn't make any money. So it's yeah. like that you know those drive me nuts too and i see that and i think i i understand why they do it because they want they want people to you know to get started in their own business and they want to you know they want to um what's the word i'm looking for they want to inspire people to do yeah. what we do and and i get that but you have to be real and i think that that's kind of the difference also with our videos too and david's and, and all of ours is that we're real, you know, like the money that we collect is real. The stuff that we do is real, but we also don't just do collection videos. You know, we're doing videos on, on like you do a lot more than we do. But Sam, it took him. I mean, he had last week we got a Sam's Club order in and then I went and picked up some Sam's Club stuff and, and he spent three hours in the garage just pre kitting and organizing his inventory and getting and going through his lists and making sure. And so he spent three hours before he left the house. Yep. to go to the location and stock it and film it and do the stuff that we do so i mean he you know there's a lot more work that goes into so it than people. and i mean yeah he's ocd like he's a little bit ocd like he likes his stuff all straight and organized and whatever but that's yep. it's his it's his stuff you know so I'm he the takes same way. pride in yeah
1: I'm the so same
0: way. yeah so it's like you really want to make sure that you know people know that especially full line god is the worst i mean as far as time consuming you know compared to the other things like candy machines and claw machines are way easier but you know but you also can make really good money with full line so it depends on what you want to get into but yep you're right so um how do you deal with rude or unhappy like clients or customers or stuff like that like do you have a story good story about
1: um so I mean, I've I've had people that say like the, you know they lost money in machines and usually you know I'll just refund them I'll, right. or or I'll give them the product because that's even even better than a refund because your your only cost then is your cost of good at that point. Um, but I had one location. It was a, a second game store location, and I think we talked about this in our live streams too, where the owner was a, he was a really really nice guy. Um, we agreed on terms that he was going to get 20% of the sales. I would do everything. I'd supply everything. And when I did my first collection, it was a really, really big collection. Like, I mean, the, the stack was like the dollar bill acceptor was full. It wouldn't take any more money. And when I did the collection, he saw it. He was like, no, I want 50%. And I said, well, we agreed on 20%. He goes, we never agreed on that. So it it, it was a sour experience right then and there. And of course, right. I'm I'm always professional. I'm never going to be, you know, someone that's going to, you know, raise my voice or get belligerent or anything like that, in, which he was doing and in front of his customers and all the good stuff and then you know from that point on i dreaded going to that location because i just didn't want to deal with that yeah. you know it was it was awful like i would get anxiety yeah to go collect for my machines i didn't want to go i tried to figure out when he wasn't going to be there so, so i could go collect and only have to work with his employees yeah it was just terrible um and then ultimately we did pull our machines from that location but uh, i i don't miss going to that location and honestly i'll, I'll never I'll never step foot in that store ever again. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah, and that's you know, and that's the thing. And and for some reason, business owners, I think they just get burned out or whatever it may be. But it's funny because like we have a we have three hotels now, and one of the hotels that we have, um, there's this manager there. And she's the one that got Amelia in and Amelia's like brought her flowers and like, you know, in the beginning and everything. But she's like super awkward, weird, like Mm -hmm. when she talks to you and stuff and she always wants to hug Amelia and stuff and like it makes her uncomfortable. Sure, yeah. Amelia, every time we pull into a location, she's like, Oh, our car's here. Like I gotta go, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. And I'm like, but you know she loves you. Like she like she thinks you're great. Really and she's like, I know, but like I don't, you know, like it makes her super uncomfortable. But it's but like I know
1: the feeling of better than a hostile locate. situation, right? For sure
0: yeah so it's yeah. it's a good thing but it's a bad thing but it's just funny because she's like oh there's a car you know like <laughs> yeah i'm like yeah but i'm not driving all the way home and coming back to try to see if she's here or not you know and she's like i know and i'm like all right so but luckily she stayed in the back last time so she didn't come out but she go. always whenever she's there she always wants to come say hi and and so but yeah i know what you mean like we had that the the corn man was the same deal you know like yep, exactly. there next we knew it was off or something was wrong and we pull up and we're like We should have a lot more money in here than that. And so we couldn't figure it out, but we did finally. But um uh you already did common myth. That was kind of the thing about about yeah, about how much time it takes. Um, what's your favorite part of the business and your least favorite part? What do you like the most?
1: Um so my favorite part is obviously is uh kind of interacting with the locations, making money, obviously. That's probably my favorite part. And if anyone that says anything else, they're they're lying to you, right? Right. That's, right. I mean, that's that's ultimately why we do it. Uh, my least favorite part though has got to be storing all the inventory, right? I mean, so like like I said, behind my camera here, I've got boxes of plush for the claw machines. I've got a racks of my all my uh, full line vending inventory. Like, there's so much here, and yeah. it just it just takes up so much space. Like the machines take up my my garage. My you know, I, that's one of the reasons why I got the flea market location, so I didn't have to pay yeah. for storage. Just so many things like that that you don't think about. It takes up so much room. Yeah, that's probably my, like my least we, favorite
0: part. Yeah, right now we got a bunch of toys in and stuff, and so like we've got a pretty big garage. But like the the whole half of the, where we usually park one of the cars is is full of stuff. I mean, it's just full, mm-hmm. and then we ended up making Sam a nice area out there for his full line stuff because it does take up a lot of room. I mean, so much. Got, yeah, because we're ordering from Sam's Club, and you're always getting a 35 pack of of Pepsi or whatever. So you got mm-hmm. a lot of product, you know. Yeah and so he's just you know he's got his own spot now and he's super happy but like the whole other half is just toys and and like luckily all our machines are out till the other ones come in so we don't have those in there but like it's still full of toys and stuff so I know what you're saying and then we 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 started you know that we got lucky and and we have Pepsi that helps us with our our full line stuff and so when we first got started um the machines weren't set up for our credit card readers they're set up for niax which is a different on the front of the machine and stuff so we have like all these parts and stuff like on the side of the garage yep yep yep. yeah we got a bunch of that stuff too so what's your so so you said
1: the favorite part okay so we did that okay and then (laughs) (laughs) so
0: okay what's your favorite scary movie of all time
1: favorite scary movie of all time probably the original saw so i used to be a big saw fan and i don't know if maybe because it was you know pushing the envelope or something like that um mrs galaxy games hates scary movies and every year i would go see you know they used to release one every year on on halloween or like right around halloween every year i would go to opening night by myself like a big dork to see the new saw movie every year
0: it's funny you say that because like like nobody really knows this about me they were like halloween is my favorite holiday and mm-hmm. so i go absolutely i mean like the front of our house looks like like a haunted house I mean, yeah, it's yeah 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 like i've got two giant 12 foot skeletons and a nine foot spider and i mean it's just you know and then we always set up like cotton candy and popcorn machine and like we go nuts for halloween and so like I, that's why i always ask what's your favorite scary movie because like for me I mean, I grew up, you know, like you did, we're about the same age, and we're watching all the Freddy movies, and then Jason, Jason movies, and yeah, for sure. I mean, horror was, was main, mainstream then, you know, so it was different, I mean, like, you went to the movies to see, like, a horror movie, which yeah, is you know, back in the day, it was like Them, or... Tack of the 50 foot woman or something but like when we were growing up it was like chop you up slash slash you know
1: like it was so funny now if you go back and watch the original nightmare on elm streets or like friday the 13th or anything like that i mean they are so bad the, oh, the, I know. the effects are so terrible right yeah i mean but, but I that that was love, great back in the
0: day i still love those
1: movies and yeah just, you know
0: but i mean even you know the idea that somebody could wake up when you're sleep or you wake up you're having your dreams and you could die in your sleep and like i mean it was just cool you know it was yeah. it was new it was new to us then so but also during that time is when all the Predator movies, you know, and Schwarzenegger movies were coming yeah. out. So you see at all the action and so. Um what advice would you give to current business owners or new business owners or people wanting to get into the business that you've learned that you think is and it could be a few things. It doesn't have to just be yeah. one, but like things that you you either made a mistake and learned from it or or you would something that you would you know some okay. advice that you'd want to get yeah
1: i gotcha all right so the one thing that i would i would my advice to anyone that's either already in the business or getting into the business or you know, like i said the one piece of advice is focus on service right so provide amazing excellent customer service to your locations to your customers all that good stuff that's yeah. one thing that you can do whether you're small or large that's going to set you apart from the other vendors in your area right so oh, yeah. like for example coke at my laundromat location they never came and filled the the machine Um, when it was time for them to remove the machine it sat there for like probably two more months Mm -hmm. and they just couldn't get the service that they wanted so that's especially somebody starting new that is one thing that you've got to your advantage you're small you're agile you can get out there within 24 hours and fix a problem or stock a machine or whatever you need to do because you don't have 500 locations you got to worry about right Mm -hmm. so focus on service whether you're large or small that is going to be what is going to set you apart from the rest and that's always what i've done focus on service
0: so we got when we started doing our collection videos when we first got started i remember there was a um a post on on um i think it was facebook or something and somebody said you know like why are you going to your locations once a week and like why are you know nobody wants to see those collections you need to do like month-long collections and stuff and and i wrote in there very nicely you know i wrote i said we want to take care of our people like we want to go there and we want to make sure that the people see us and they're new locations to us like all of ours are still i mean you know i think our oldest one is a little over a year and we want to make sure that people you know that we're taking care of our stuff and we've acquired accounts just because of that reason just because i mean the original ones we got the original full line locations that we got at the dealerships was because those people weren't fulfilling they're into the bargain, you know what I mean? They weren't taking care of their machines. They weren't, you know, following through. They weren't talking to them. They weren't returning calls. And it's like, that's it's so easy to to just go there once a week and and take care of your stuff, you know. And so, hundred percent, like, we we all always we always make sure we say hi to the manager. And like, yep. you know, Amelia's really good with people, anyways. But like, they know when they look over there and they see our machines full and it's clean you know that they don't have to worry about that it's one less thing they have to worry about so
1: for sure plus awesome. plus when you build those relationships with the people at those locations too it's much much more difficult for them to kick you out right you oh yeah you, it's much more difficult for them to make you lose a location
0: and, and you may sure. you may lose a location because yeah of you might still buddy's cousin's former roommate wants to their <laughs> right, right. machine in there or whatever you know but i mean that's gonna happen but you really don't want those locations anyways you know what i mean but, you don't
1: want, but like, even, even if you do you know like i said always be professional let them know that if if things ever change and they're not happy with the service they're getting with the new vendor that you're more than happy to come back to
0: yeah awesome nice um what can people expect from you next? What's your next big thing? What do you got going on?
1: Wow. I mean so
0: I don't like to let the cat out of the bag on your stuff. You're you're pretty good so, at
1: things in. I'm just I'm just trying to grow both the vending business and the YouTube channel. Um working on new content. As you know, I've always got at least ten videos shot that I need to edit and post. That's um, awesome. Because I go, like I said, I, I, I go to my locations is pretty pretty often, especially like the most frequent ones I'm, I'm going every two weeks so like the barber shop the truck accessory shop the tire place then that new tire place yeah each of those i've got two videos that are already shot for those locations so i need nice. to edit those and upload those so you'll probably see some of those this week um but i've always got like i'm always trying to think about new content or what can i do different um i incorporated the claw machine repair video recently so very
0: cool that, by the way yeah, yeah that was, was mean, awesome. i had no idea how that stuff worked so that's yeah.
1: Luckily it was in, it was actually a pretty easy repair. It wasn't very in depth. Um but uh, so now we're going to f- probably focus on finding a location for that machine. So we'll see how that goes. Who knows, more more of that kind of stuff is is on the way.
0: Yeah. Cuz like for us, I mean, you know, you had talked about Farnsworth and, and other people in the meeting cuz like I remember the best thing about watching his videos is like, there was no big fluff or anything to him. It was yeah. just like, it, it was a GoPro, like either attached to it. I can't remember if it was on his head or on his chest. It was on his head. And, yeah. You were. Half yeah. And, yeah. And, and like, he would go like two hour long videos of him just, but learning, I learned so much just from watching like how he put his chips in mm-hmm. or how, you know, like, and those are the things you don't really know how to do. And when you get started and you go and stock a machine and nothing comes out and it's like, you need to know how to do that stuff. So that's what I like about your channel and your videos is that there's not it's not the same thing ever. It's yeah. always you know different stuff, new things and, and it and it teaches it teaches me a lot of things, and it teaches people trying to get into the industry a lot. So I appreciate that. That's just sure. Awesome
1: so and, you know I've, I've been trying to get on camera more too because uh, for a while i was doing all of those same style videos that that uh, jamie farns was doing where i just wear a gopro and stock the machines and that was yeah. it see me collect the money and stock the machines but i'm like i'm trying to get on camera more i'm trying to do a little bit more vlog style we just did our, our arcade flea market collection video where right. i was on camera the whole time and, and honestly it was so much more fun so it look, is look, look for more of those videos too
0: yeah well and and we we try to I don't get on it like she does but she's kind of the star of the show anyways and it's her business and Sam same thing like he's he hates being on camera but he but he's doing it because he knows it's part of what we do you know and so and now he's like he dresses different and like he you know he knows what he's going to wear and stuff so he thinks about it before so I know he's getting a little better about him being on camera but i know he still doesn't like it that much but it's it's embarrassing and weird you know so So, i understand yeah it's so much easier not to be on camera but amelia's gotten really good at it so it's 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 good so any final thoughts you want to leave our viewers with we're at the end of our
1: interview so just a couple things um first and foremost subscribe to all of our channels galaxy games 843 extreme vending howard hospitality group join us in our discord and while we're still talking about it, don't forget to register for our mini claw machine giveaway with yes. machines.com. So that's yep, obviously I, something super important. Um, on the horizon, just a couple weeks away at this point, Las Vegas, Nevada for the National Bulk Vending Association Conference and Trade Show. We're yep. all going to get together. We're going to create so much content. It's going to be so much fun. We're finally going to get to meet all everyone in person. I'm yeah. looking forward to that uh and plus you know there might be some other fun stuff too that we won't necessarily be vending related that we'll be doing too i mean there's all kinds of restaurants and arcades and different attractions for us to go check out so maybe you'll see a little bit more vlog style stuff from that kind of stuff too so lots of great content on the way it's gonna be a lot of fun
0: for sure yeah i'm so excited yeah me too cool man well thank you so much for doing the interview with me i really appreciate it you got it man we'll do it again sometime soon see a little different side of you and, and learned a little bit about who you are and and i think this is this is this is super cool so i appreciate it so thank you so much you got it man anytime all right so everybody so this is matt from galaxy games 843 thank you man i appreciate it talk to you later have a good one man thanks, right, thanks guys.